Hello, everybody. Welcome to the local earshot. Boy, that is popping. Is that a little much? That mic's a little hot. Or maybe it's just my headphones. I don't know. No, you're hot. Okay. I'm a little hot. You hear that out there, everybody? (laughs) Yeah, baby. Welcome to the Local Earshot today, everybody. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by 13th Step Tone Solutions and More Bands Media. Jonathan Grissom, More Bands Media. How you doing today, buddy? I'm good, man. Got a guest in with us today, uh, owner of a, uh, do you call it extracts or just dabs? Extract Extracts. Company, yeah. Okay. Extract company called Doc Ferguson's. They're out of Oklahoma. They are... One of, if not the best damn dab companies uh, that I've I been exposed it. to. Um, I've, I've, uh, I've seen some of their products out and uh, actually picked them up and then was realized the fucking guy lives in my neighborhood. So, hey, this is awesome. <laughs> so if you guys are out there, if you're a business owner, if you're a dispensary owner and you are interested in expanding your extracts or dab products, give them a shout and tell them Brad and Jonathan from Local Earshot. It's where you heard it from. And... Uh, Hey, man, they're open for business, and so are we. So maybe we can uh, get you guys hooked up and get uh, get some product moving out there. That's right. Appreciate Justin it, Justin Wolf, how are you doing today, man? Doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, man, I'm always happy to have this talk, especially with all the changes that are going on right now. Right. <clears throat> so um, just kind of give us a little backstory on, on – um, Obviously, with legalization, a lot of the people that had the idea of, man, what if this happened and then I could go in to do this? And a lot of people have the idea but never <clears throat> never have that drive to pursue it or even do the next step. And um, me and him are, are in the same boat as far as starting up businesses. And and so we're on the where, – where, where you were probably about right. a couple years ago or whatever. Right. So uh, walk us through a little bit of the, the beginning of this whole thing. Man, so uh buddy of mine uh, – from Texas, uh, just called me one day and was like, Hey, I've been ready to do this, let's do it, you know. And uh, I've been in Oklahoma for almost 12 years now. My wife's from Norman, we met at school at, at Texas Tech, so I got shipped up here almost, <laughs> I guess, 12 years ago. Uh, so you know, uh, I did a little bit in college, nothing crazy, you know, and I grew up in a little small town in West Texas. My first time to see marijuana was my first day in my freshman year in college. Oh, wow. never even saw it in high school, which wow. is you know crazy, just a weird weird deal. Then <laughs> uh, you know it's like now look at me, well, you know we own a marijuana company, it's super weird. <laughs> but uh, you know with everything changing and changing fast here, once they legalized it, right? You saw the growth of it just go up. So quick. I mean, almost overnight. Oh, factors of ten overnight. Yeah. And and, it, and you know me not knowing anything about the business. I, I mean, I just got my med card two weeks before we opened our business. You know, <laughs> like you know, and just not knowing much about the business on that end of it. You know, um, you know, driving down a road and seeing forty dispensaries. Yeah. On the interstate, like whoa. You know, if you're not from here, you don't see it every day. You're not exposed to that. It's like oh wow. 
I always like, uh, I always joke with people that like in a lot of states there's Starbucks on every corner in Oklahoma there's marijuana dispensaries. Yeah, yeah. marijuana churches and liquor stores, that's right, buddy. Man. That's what we so got. And gun stores, <laughs> and gun stores, lots well, of gun stores. I'll tell you what, there's a if you ever get a you get a wild hair, I believe it's in Dale City, maybe Midwest City, one of those two cities over there, and it's a strip mall and there's a dispensary inside this strip mall. Okay, next to this dispensary is a bar. And connected to the other side of this bar is the whatever, whatever Fellowship of God Church. And then the very end of that is the dollar store. So it's like, you can go party, you, you get your bud, you can get praised, you know, and get, get forgiven, and then on the way home, get you some milk and never have to leave the parking lot. That, that really shows you the, uh, the evolution of Oklahoma economics in a single strip mall right, right there. <laughs> I mean, it, it, we, the first time we went there to drop it off, I was like... Oh boy! Like am I in the right spot? Dude, I guess like so. Catechism, cross. Oh, call my wife. Yeah. Hey, you need some milk? I'm here. Uh, but you know, uh, you know, and they're just now starting to get it back under control because it was stupid, crazy, wild there for a while. Was that expected to degree though? I mean, even from a legislator's point of view, you have I'm to sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I just don't know what they expected. Right when when you get a vote that passes overwhelmingly, I mean, what did they expect truly to happen? And I and I don't know enough about it on that end, you know. But you have to think. I don't know the other twenty seven, thirty states, or whatever it is, they're doing it. Like, did they not call one state and get get like, hey guys, when y'all did this, what was right. y'all's mistake? Precedence and stuff. Where yeah. if y'all had to do it over again, what would you have changed? You know. And I don't think they did. I think they're just like, let's go. It's legal. It, it's legal. Let's just figure it out. You know? And you're not the first person to say that. Our, our buddy Mike Bowser, shout out to him. He's on the uh, growing and selling right. side, so he's he sees both both ends of it. And that's what he said. He's like, as much as it's cool to have that cowboy mentality of yeah, well we it's legal, so we'll just open up our shop. He's like, it's really. After, this is post everything right. passing recently. He on the other side of it, he was like, it's really good that this is going through. Yeah, or, and, and or it's being uh, able to be broke down seed to sell the way that it is. Right, and and a lot of people got confused, you know, when that when that thing was coming out, and a lot of people were against it. A lot of people were for it. It was one of those weird deals because. It's the marijuana culture, right? Yeah. Free, you know, hey man, let's yeah, yeah. ride. I want to, whatever, right? But to make it, you know, we're November, we will be in, have been opened up for a year. Uh, we started this thing, established it in 2020. Obviously, what happened in 2020, the right. pandemic, right? Same, same. But, same you know, we, uh, we had the land done, the building done, all the permits ready to go and open. And they're like, these law changes are coming <laughs> in the future. You know, you might just get ready for it, right? So we were like, well, we haven't opened up yet. Let's get ready for it before we open our doors, you know? And to be honest with you, that saved our company because of that measure of when the seed to sell went in, we opened with metric as the company, you know, the tags right, that right, we use. Right. We were metric compliant when we opened, right? So our first, I don't know, say our first 10 batches, we didn't have anything, but you know, batches 11 to current were all metric compliant, you know, when we started doing it. And uh, what it does, an easy way to look at it is it literally tracks, you know, seed to sell. Mm -hmm. And 
a lot of it is for the majority of it is for keeping regulations on it. Where's it going? Where's it going to? Where'd it come from? Where's that money going? You know, that's it's an easy way to track it. The, there's also benefits to it, right? On a on a somebody who's doing it legally, jumping through all the hoops, doing everything that they're supposed to do, and then like to have somebody not doing it that way. And they're making 10 times more money than you. It's right. like, oh, what a punch in the gut. You know, obviously, you're never going to take that market away because that market is what it is. Even if they pass wreck, people are still going to sell I'm, I'm, I'm and, curious, and trade that. I'm you curious know? your thought on that because uh, I was expecting the opposite, but I was surprised to hear most people that I know in the marijuana industry are actually totally cool with it staying um, medicinal simply on the QA side of things. In right. other states, there, there has been a, a shift in... <clears throat> quality and, and this and that so and 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 i don't again you know i haven't here soon before you know before if, if it does go wreck in oklahoma which eventually it's going to we all know that you know we're going to go to these others we're going to go to california we're going to go to colorado we're going to go to uh washington state we're going to go to these other processors and dispensaries and just go you know for a week at a time and just ask questions just what are we about to get you know, right, yeah. which is something that you would think people who are passing these laws would be doing, but you know, is what you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but just you know, because some places you talk to, and they're like, "Yeah, man, we got medical in rec, but our rec stuff is shit." Yeah, all the medical stuff is is fire. The the THC levels are higher. The terpene levels are higher. Blah 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 blah. And then you get the med or the rec, and it's like, anyway, I'd rather have my med card, but. I don't know if that's state to state, if that's just person to person, you know, that's just stuff I've heard. And of course that could be horror stories on it. The, the, on our end with with us being processors, uh, when the growers do drop it off for us, when it does go wreck with it being still metric stuff, that's when the growers are going to have to decide, is this medical marijuana? Is this wreck marijuana? So it's not on you. No, it's not on us. Okay. And so whenever they bring it in, however, like, I don't know what color the tags are. Let's just call it because current metric medical is yellow. We all, everybody has yellow tags. Let's just call the other one blue. Wreck, wreck blue tags. You know, your grow brings me 20 pounds of wreck and it brings me 20 pounds of, of medical. I have to split those up. We we can't run them together. You know what I'm saying? Even though they might be the same, they might be, Ice cream cush mints number two, 40 pounds of it, but 20 of it is wreck and 20 of it's medicinal. We supposedly, you know, we're not gonna be able to run those together because they'll be tagged differently. Hmm. And so, and I think it's the same as, you know, uh, actual medical dispensaries. I don't know how that's set up either. Are they be able to sell like on one side of their building like they do now? Like we got marijuana over here. We got CBD over here. Gotcha. I don't know how it's going to be well, set and up. I guess so. What about for a, a, someone like you who does the a, a process that extracts the raw molecule from whatever, it doesn't matter if it's good weed or bad weed, right. you're pulling the extract out of it. So how does that even, is it just a matter of, well, this is tag this and this is tag that? Well, so I mean, the rules? yes and no, but you know, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it being as simple as it is, you put bad shit in, you're going to get bad shit out. Right. You can only cover it up so much, right? So your starting material, you know, it's it's always better to have some fire starting material because garbage you're going to get fire out, right? still garbage. Yeah. yeah. So no matter how much you sugarcoat it, it's still a turd. You know what I'm saying? Right, it's, right. Uh, but I just, I, I, we are f- fired up and, 
you know, kind of nervous about it when it does go because, you know, November will be one year that we've been opened. And uh, our biggest thing from being open day, like getting the permit, hey, y'all can start selling stuff now, good to go, was, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. First law change came in May. Okay. Law change uh, goes legal in May 29th for processors this, this last year, this past year. So we're like, all right, cool. We make it past May 29th. We should be all right. You know, let's let's just cruise along. Well, May 29th comes. <clears throat> that was the metric cutoff, right? So everything that that processors and growers and whoever had, if it wasn't tagged, then you had to get rid of it. Mm. And so a lot of these people and a lot of companies, that's why people were really upset about it was, they didn't start out testing in metrics. So if they still had stuff that was, let's just say three, four or five months old sitting on their shelves or, or, you know, getting ready to storage, getting ready to sell, they were going to have to go back and retest all of that, pay it to get retested ah. again, to get metric qualified. So a lot of people did a cheap sell. A lot of people fought through it and said, Hey, let's do it. You I know, I mean, they just burned it, man. That's, yeah. all, they, that's all they did. Yeah. They just, but, you have to burn it. <clears throat> so <laughs> we got, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> One way or the other, got to got to go. Got to go. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> you know, we we made it past May. We're like sweet, you know. And then for dispensaries, they had until August 29th or whatever it was, or August. 20th, so this was very recent. very recently. Okay. Yes, August dispensaries were different than processors or growers, right? Um, they couldn't receive anything that wasn't tagged after May 29th, but everything that was on their shelves that wasn't quote unquote metric tagged. They had until August to get rid of it. Okay. Which would have also been a kind of a nice thing for a processor. Hey, actually, we're going to extend that for a right, couple months for yeah. you guys. <laughs> Whatever. You know, they didn't. But, uh, you know, then that then that May went from, you know, we started getting pretty pretty busy because we, uh, we work with 12 to 15 different farms, and so we have a lot of strains, you know, and that's what's kind of cool and neat about us. And a lot of companies do it, too, not just saying tooting our horn, but it is fun and, and, you know, we show a, a dispensary owner a menu like, hey, we got yeah. 40 strains to pick from. You know, it's, it's just neat. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, <clears throat> we were like, hey, we got to make it, make it past August. Like, hey, now we have another, that law change is kicking in in August. Whoever's around in August, we make it there. I think we'll make it, you know. <laughs> and now here we are, you know, almost a month away from being a year being open. It's like, all right. Maybe maybe this thing's yeah. you know this is this is it's fun, you know. I left my job from I could have retired in twelve years, you know, and been done. Like that was my projections on everything. <clears throat> having the farm back home in Texas, having the house here, you know, everything planned out. Yeah, and uh, my New York life agent was like, "Hey, let's you know <laughs> this is you know you're on track, you know." And I'm like, oh, cool, here we go. And then this came up, man. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. You know, like, but it was time, you know, for me mentally, for me, everything, my relationship, my family, my wife, everything has changed for the better. I'm home more, yeah. you know, yes, the stresses of owning your own business are stupid, but being home at five 30 on Tuesday, yeah. you know, is awesome. Uh, I worked every Saturday for the last seven years, you know, before this, like, so now I'm on like catch up mode, you know, like traveling Texas, going to go see her family, do stuff, going out with my family, you oh, know, yeah. like trying to make up for lost time. And it's about my wife's finally like, look, you ain't never going back to work for somebody. 
we've got all the time Once, in the world. I, I'm telling you, man. And I, and I, I was like, yeah, you're right. So even if this fails, I'm never going to work for somebody else. I will sit on the side of the road and learn how to play one of your damn guitars <laughs> in busking. You know, That's, I, I've I've uh, same never um, happened. Never I I, w- I come from doing mechanicing and turning wrenches and right. that's. Same. I had a projection of a career, and this is where it's going to go, and then it, it sort of just goes there. And uh, I thought that was all good and well, and then one day it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's like your mind changes, and and luckily, you know, my wife, she's she's got my back, and she says, well, you've had this idea, and you're a musician, so why don't you find something in that that works? And I, I didn't come to find out i really didn't want to be in a band either i right. didn't want to I, I, what do i want to do so now i'm getting in on this uh pickups so we're going to start winding pickups doing some electronic work and but i'm still in the very 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 beginning of it oh, yeah. as far as i got i got my i'm, I'm on record with all the governments necessary yeah. i got my my i got set up a bank account but i got the number and uh <clears throat> what are some of the differences like that i'm going through as a llc in oklahoma versus like something with with medical marijuana because i know there's a conflict well me if i go to the federal government right say my money's good they just like okay click click you do electronics with marijuana i imagine it's quite a bit different so uh and it's all different you know backs on 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 the way taxes are set up either even ways your tax bracket Mm -hmm. all these different things uh so man jump through the hoops to figure out exactly what we're supposed to be doing at the beginning was right (laughs) <laughs> okay, let's you know talk to the attorneys. Who do they recommend? Let's talk to another attorney. Who do they recommend? If they recommend the same person, this is who we're going with. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, uh, stuff like that. But just just double checking because we didn't. You know, we had cat, what cattle business back home that my grandparents have had for years. What my CPA is the deacon at the church who's known me since I was twelve. You know, small town, right? Yeah. You know, if he's like, <laughs> hey, Justin, you. You gotta need to move a hundred dollars over this account. I'm gonna send the check to that. Okay, cool. I'll do that. You know, like whatever they've been doing, just because that's been going for years. But you know, now doing it on our own, like Billy. Yeah. You know, and uh, but luckily the the people that we got uh, helping us out, man. No free ads, but shout out Polston here in town that uh, have been helping us out. Uh, you know, it without that, you know, it all been crazy. You know. And the thing about the federal government is that we can't write off anything hmm. because it's not federally legal. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, you know, I didn't even think of that. Same thing. And that's kind of why they're keeping it that way. Oh. Same thing with yeah. uh, you know your boy Al Capone. They knew he was doing stuff illegal. They knew that he was making money off of it, but he didn't pay his taxes on what he was doing illegal. Right, right. Had he just stroked him a check for every case of liquor that he stole, he you know just would have died in syphilis and. Chicago instead of Florida. He would, you know? he would have definitely caught less charges. <laughs> right, for sure. for sure. You know, but it's, you know, you laugh about it. But it's kind of the same thing here where they weren't their money. Yep. But they won't help me. You know, I, we opened in November. I quit my job in April, right? Got rid of the Forerunner, bought this Passat on April 1st with 26,000 miles on it. No, sorry, 21,000 miles on it. We are almost to month six, and I just crossed over 56,000 miles on it. Man. And not one of those miles can I knock off for that. Oh. But it is still your business's expense. Ooh. That as well, it's personal now. It's I mean, my car. But through the state of Oklahoma, how much do you, can you even do no, nothing, huh? Oh. Oh. 
It's fun times, man. <laughs> well, I mean, I, so if it goes federal, hello, yeah, <laughs> like you owe me twenty six thousand miles <laughs> worth of fifty cents on the mile or whatever it is. See, this is stuff that I, I had to go talk to a CPA, and I just was at the very beginning. Like I said, I just got on record, and and she was kind of laying out. All right, before we get into deep, like like what you're talking about, all, right. well, all this stuff we could write off. Let's just do these next three or four steps, and then we'll go from there. But just to show you what all this, how this works, yeah. and she was kind of showing me. And I'm like, oh, and she says, yeah. The idea that people have that we can separate business owners and the government is absurd because you, one lets the other operate. And basically, if you pay your bills, they pretty much let you operate right. free reign. For and, you know, and, and we're still learning, too. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, every, yeah. Like I, we, have, we have a Zoom with our accountants next week. You know, because every time, every month or every two months, they send us, they're like, okay, this is what they suggest we do. Let's figure it out. So we're still in the same boat of, okay, well, that sounds good. Is this the right thing? You know, and they're like, yeah, we don't need to be doing this. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, and and me being a, I don't know, worry wart, I guess, like, just super anxious and anxiety. Me too. You know, I'll, they'll send me an email at 7 a.m., you know, whatever. And I'll look at it, 7.01. Well, do we need this? And they're like, no, no, we talked about that last week. You're good. Remember? <laughs> okay, I just need you to tell me twice an email just to make sure <laughs> you know I, I i just get so freaked out about that part of it you know that the taxes part of it like i don't want to mess around and mess something up so stupid that they shut us down or they come and take me to jail for or, or something you know just something stupid yeah over oh i forgot to send a check in two days ago you know nope i'm so whatever that was one of our things with our business partners my business partners were like if it's an extra hundred dollars a month to confirm and to make sure hundred percent that we're good, we're gonna spend that extra hundred dollars a month. Yeah. And and we have a lady, uh, she comes out three days a week and we have on retainer. It does our compliance for us. She just she just sits there, checks our paperwork for us, checks our spreadsheets, you know, just hey, one hundred percent worth it, you know. So it man, it's <clears throat> everything that we've done has really just been Improv, <laughs> more or less. Oh, well, like everything we've learned has been improv. Like we've, okay, I just picked that part up. I picked up, you know, I've, I've got a, a a marketing degree, but they don't teach you in marketing that yeah you have small business owner class, right? But right. they don't tell you about you know the first time employee two kid is sick and and you need them here <laughs> for something like what yeah you know they don't tell you about that and call them no matter how much you study you know it's all real life stuff you have to figure out on the fly and. It's kind of what we're doing, just you know. But the coolest thing about it is, is the state is so open, and free to right, letting people like me come in here and do this, or letting y'all open up your own business. You know, it's not, it's not that it's uh, people from out of state. Yes, there's tons of people from out of state coming in here, uh, but everybody they employ, everybody they do, everything's local. You know, like our thing is our first five dispensaries, six dispensaries. We're within five miles of our shop, you yeah. know, and and those are still the ones that we hang out with, you know, the, those ladies and those people that took care of us at the beginning. No matter how, if we close down tomorrow, and I didn't see them for ten years, you know, they would always have a place at my table. Come hang out, yeah. you know, back, you know, y'all were the first ones to help us out. But we've got that, we've got that feeling from almost place, every place we've went to, you know, especially these small towns. In BFE Panhandle, and 
Uh, we had a delivery yesterday in Kansas, Oklahoma. BFO. <laughs> yeah, BFO. Bump, bump, fucked Oklahoma. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But, you know, in, in that, that, I think that culture of Oklahoma that had a beginning, the people are always the people, right? You right. Know, there's, there's dickheads and whatever. For the most part, people in Oklahoma and Texas, and you know, people are nice, you know, for the most part, mm-hmm. friendly. And now you add this into it, and the people's guard went up. For about the first year and a half, people like my grandmother, a bunch of blue hairs, like my meemaw, you yeah. know. Yeah. Like God, well that you old own a school, marijuana company. Yeah, that that old, um, just that uh, what was it? Marijuana fever. Uh, right. Stigma. Reefer What's, madness. Reefer madness. Reefer madness. Yeah. 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 And got the whole town going up in smoke. Right. Oh yeah. And, and you know it's 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 come down now. That guard has has come down on a lot of people. So, you know, I. I still feel upset, you know, feel bad sometimes if I get out of my car from delivery and like I, I reek of weed and I'm open the door for an old lady letting her in. I'm like, I know she smells. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, like uh, my, my sister, um, really conservative, owns a real estate company, uh, like really, really big one here. And uh, and she she had a viewpoint on it for a very long time that it was you know bad for you. This is this, this and that. And then um and like all my nephews, they would smoke in high school and stuff, and and so she'd always judge all that, you know, and and then like all of her real estate people, she started having real estate agents that would come in, and they would be like, no, I have a medical card, right. I, I use marijuana, and then and then some of them actually one of the one of the other partners that she has in her in her investment team, he he's uh he's actually a known person in the community. I'm not going to say his name here, but he's like. But he he does a lot of stuff in the state, and he and he does a lot of stuff for his town and his city. Like he does city council and stuff, and he owned it and he owned a marijuana company. Like and uh, and for a long time, like a dispensary and stuff. And so whenever he actually talked to her about it and actually explained the differences, she she now I'm like yeah I have a medical card. She's like that's great, you know. Like right. her whole perspective changed, and it, what it yeah. took was basically somebody on her level. A business to actually explain to her that it's not as bad as everybody right. thinks it is, you know. That stigma of you know, and, and my my family's the same way, just a bunch of old old whites, you know. And just um, I don't know what my family's. I mean, <clears throat> I'm sure I don't know. I don't really care though on on that one because right. my my outlook on all anything has been like, if I own nothing else in this whatever this is reality life, mm-hmm. I. I've got me. My skin and bones right. are mine, and if I want to put something in it, it fucking kills me. It could kill me. But right. I mean, I don't really care people's thoughts on the matter. Yeah. But, but uh, <clears throat> you know, but it, it, like he was saying, how much it has come down from you know, in laws and whoever that mm-hmm. are just like, oh my gosh, you know, blah blah, blah. and now they're like. So really, if we, if, we, my arthritis. if we come to visit, can, you <laughs> yeah. know, like, nope, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. All that shit talking you were doing to me all those years ago. No, you know, and, <laughs> right. And well, uh, uh, my, my ex uh, in Colorado, uh, her dad was an airline pilot for United and uh, and he was an old hippie. And uh, and right when they legalized it in Colorado, which I which I went from the military right into Colorado for college. And uh, and he goes, he's like sitting there watching the TV and they passed it. 
And he just like had a tear in his eye. We're like, are you all right? He's like, I'm just so happy. <laughs> like, and he was just so happy because, because he's like, because like he had like a grow in his basement right. of like those little like air grow machines and he was growing marijuana in them. Oh, so awesome. like, I mean, he had a nice little grow, but like he, he was just so ecstatic about it. He was just like, this is great. You know, but his daughter was all judgmental about it. Like oh, my yeah. ex, like yeah, she was all right. judgmental about it, and it's like I don't understand why you're judging them. I mean, I and, and you know, a lot of like you know, a lot of those people have changed their mind too when they start getting that money thrown in their face. Or, yeah, I'll buy those sixty acres off you. Or better yet, when you know, your kid is okay, you go on the back porch and your your kid is smoking a joint, but he's not popping a fucking ton of oxycontins with a bottle of booze. Uh, you know, sometimes right. damage control is a is a deal with stuff too. Catch your uh, Battles or whatever. They oh say. yeah, pick your pick your battles know, my, my, for sure. But and and I don't know. Maybe it's just the the way I was raised, or whatever. But you know, my mom, uh, my parents got divorced in second grade. You know, and her thing was like, if he's gonna act like a jackass, he's gonna act like a jackass, whether I'm here or not. And and I never took, but see, I was I never took advantage of that. <laughs> so like seventh grade, seventh grade, basically sixth grade. Every other weekend, I was I was home alone because she was she had a, my now my stepdad. They were dating since I was in second grade, and they, you know, still together. And anyway, uh, every other weekend, I had I was home alone for basically sixth grade, seventh grade on, you know, because she trusted me not to go be, but she knew, like when I got in high school, if we were going to go booze and stuff, I'm probably going to be at the house. Like she may come home on Sunday, and there might be 10, 15, 16 year old, seventeen year old boys trucks there, you know, right? But she knew where we were, you know, which is kind of the same thing. Where she was like, you know. Uh, like you're talking about, I would rather you do it here and know what you're doing, right? Than doing something else, not here in something way worse. Well, you know, and, the, or, and the science is starting to stack up. Absolutely. That it's like, I mean, because I, I never really smoked a lot of pot when I was a kid, but man, I took a fuck ton of painkillers, and mm. that was a problem for over a decade. Yeah, you know. So and, I mean, yeah, if someone wants to judge me for smoking a joint, be my right. fucking guest. Dude, I, I, I had a, uh, I've had two surgeries on my shoulder already. They want to do another one. You know, my, uh, you know, one of the main reasons that we wanted to get into it and quick was my mom's stroke. Uh, two years ago in August, she had a stroke. So, you know, oxy, 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 mm-hmm. oxy, oxy, mm-hmm. oxy, oxy, six times a day, whatever the hell it was, you know. And, uh, you know, she was in the hospital for 13 weeks. You know, she didn't talk for almost four, almost a month, oh, wow. you know. So, uh you know, we've, she's been off of Oxy for almost six months now because she came up here one time and we gave her a gummy. Oh, yeah? And, I mean. It clicked, huh? Now she's, you know, she got her med card and it's like, well, what do you recommend, Justin? Got my med card? I'm like, <laughs> whatever, you, you know. But but for real, you know, she was a teacher for, school teacher, she retired school teacher. So her learning how to tell tell time again and, and do math again, ABCs, was like a Man. huge thing for her. But the biggest accomplishment, and even her, the doctor was saying, like, you went from taking X amount of oxy a day for two and a half years to you haven't taken one since you had that first gummy. Oh, it's a ride. Now. I mean, which, and, and, you know, say what you want to say, whatever science behind it is good, you know, God, whatever, whoever you want to say, that's a, a blessing and a miracle in yeah. its own. Mm-hmm. You know, getting her off that crap. Because it's it kills people. Oh yeah, even prescription kill you. Uh-huh. And I'm talking about one ten milligram of gummy a day versus taking four oxy a day. You tell me what's the better. Mm-hmm. And she hadn't touched it, threw them away. I told the doctor she didn't need a prescription anymore. 
you know now she's not the thing but like she does she does substitute teaching now and sometimes you know and like which is cool more you productive know? that's the goal right right yeah and, but because that's helping with her rehab as well yeah instead of having to go to dallas fort worth every week to do physical therapy she does like private uh or they you know math tutor you know oh okay does uh, yeah. like tutors kids and stuff and that's helping her more than you know that rehab it's probably more engaging yeah oh, plus she's like oh she knows it's funny she talks about it now she's like i'll just strap in and eat me a gummy and wait about an hour and call one of those kids like, like, yeah mom where were you at whenever i needed your help as a kid <laughs> well it's good to see the tide turning man well okay take us through some of that okay so um with your process versus someone who just smokes a joint or a, or a, a flower and um like what is uh, some of the different chemical processes you're doing? Because all right, his favorite that I, I picked up some from uh, it was the fifty fifty hybrid mm-hmm. uh, fortune, uh, cookie. fortune cookie. cookie. Yeah. yeah, and then the one I liked the most was the wedding cake diamonds. Yep, that was some. But they're two different. I mean, you know, some are butter looking, oily, and it's like what's yeah. Um, and and that's one thing that scares people with dabs and concentrates is people don't know that you know, and they. They have so many tools now where it doesn't look like you're smoking a crack pipe, right? You know, and, and it, which is one thing that was you know that did tear a lot of people away. Kind of like, turn off. Well, I mean, yeah. Whenever I first saw dabs was in Colorado, <laughs> and I went downstairs in the basement. My room or my um, housemates, like they, him and his girlfriend were down there, and they were like, "Yeah, I remember just to do these dabs." And I were like, "He turns on a blowtorch and stuff." <laughs> oh, yeah. and I'm like, "I'm yeah. like, I don't want to get near that shit. Like, like, like near that mach- whatever you're yeah. you have in your hand right now. I'm like, I'll burn my face <laughs> off. Like, you yeah. know. And and now it's like, oh, you just take this electric dabber and just put yeah, it in there. Yeah, which and- is, you know, which for people like my mom, mm-hmm. you know, it's incredible. You know, if she wants to take a dab, she didn't have like you said, yeah. fire up a giant torch, like yeah. or or like you see on t- you know those old dudes putting knife hits on the. On the stove, yeah. you know, lighting yeah. up their knife, you know, doing yeah. cash hits, you know. Uh, but, you know, the electric ones are incredible, you know. Uh, but so with the with the concentrates, you're typically, normally, your THC levels are always going to be higher. Right. right. Nine, nine, nine times out of ten versus flour. Uh, but what it also does, and it it's extraction, right? It, it it's It's pulling out everything good and everything bad at the same time so it's separating you know your thcs and all your all your cannabinoids and stuff but it also you know you're purifying and multiplying all that thc content you know all those terpenes all that the cbd natural cbd if there's any in there you know everything that you just just multiply that number by whatever you know but when it goes through the machines and comes out uh that finished product all depends on how it comes out. It's, it's really weird to explain it, man. If like we were talking about earlier, if you have 40 pounds of Tokyo snow and I run a one twenty pounds run and then I clean the machine, you know, the very next two, 10 minutes later, I run the other 20 pounds of Tokyo snow. They may come out looking totally different. Hmm. Same starting material, same process, same, same finishing material. One of them may chunk up and start being, start getting crunchy and crystally quick. So there's your sugared islands, you know, and one may never thin out. So it's when we start whipping it and then you'll, oh, okay. okay. Well, that, now it's, 
Sorry. Uh, does the machine uh, like turn out blocks similar to like regular wax, and then you cut it down to put it in like the little holders, no. or is it just different? Yeah. Okay. So uh, no, it's the, the our machine dumps it out. It looks like a just like sludge coming out of a thing. Okay. It we put them in the Pyrex dishes mm-hmm. and heat them and whip it. Heat it and whip it. Heat and whip. You know. Okay. So the process is the same. It's ninety percent of the time. Okay. Just, yeah. Okay. Uh, but you know, sometimes we we'll just we'll get it poured into the Pyrex dishes and mm-hmm. instead of whipping and stuff, we'll just throw it straight into the vacuum oven. And that's where your sugar diamonds and stuff will start coming out okay. on there. And then uh you know that's when you get the sauce and your your stuff like that. Oh the but, applesauce. Uh, we tried Yeah the oaky applesauce that, that we have. So what yeah. that is, you know, that's a very high uh uh terps, isn't it? Very high terpene yeah, levels yeah. on them. Uh, nothing's added to it. The only thing we ever add to anything of our runs is we may add some C B D at the end. You know, so so we like to try to catch the actual flavor of the flour, the starting material. So let's, all right, let's break it down for people that maybe are uh, on the fence on it. Yeah. So the different things in, in the marijuana plant, the, the, the thing that most people are aware of is the THCA. And is it THC or THCC? There's two THC strains that that's what gets you high. Yeah. And then the CBD is more your medicinal, your 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 anti-inflammatory stuff, as well as uh, CBN. But terps are something I was only introduced to once it became legal. Right. So what is the trick with the the terps? Man, it's that's your flavor. Okay. You know, and 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 also. It, it's just another. I don't know how to explain it really. It's another backup of a cannabinoid that's something you want a lot of if that makes sense so if your thc is f- first right and just think about uh going down going down a river right uh, or an avalanche right your thc is the first snowball that's coming okay and then your terpenes hit in and then you, that's when you get that that body feel of like okay where it's not just a super high head high all it's firing on all your receptors and then when those opened up and then your snowball, if there's CBD in it, that's when that CBD comes in at the end and just like, you know, yeah. clears you out, basically. Makes it all good. Um, man, and, and no, I agree with you. That never came up ever in college. Like, right, hey, what's, yeah. the, what's the terpene? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, never, never you know, heard that term until... I actually started smoking legally in Oklahoma. Yeah, so. like like call my call my boy Monty. Uh, hey Monty, you get what kind of terpenes you got today? Like, uh, it smells like death. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, uh, uh, I, what? I uh, I got some Reggie. Uh. <laughs> what even that before that? Like uh, that's a brick of weed. Like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's seeds and stems in that too. So oh, you can you imagine me like hey, what? Do you, what's the terpenes in that? What you thinking? Four, you getting two three percent on that terpenes? I'd be like, I'm gonna punch you in the face and take your money. I have no idea what you're talking about, sir. You know, just like well, the, the way I've heard it described, I worked at a, a pharmaceutical manufacturing facility for a while, and um, everybody up there is, uh, uh, if not a chemist, they're they're smart in that right. world, and they focus on that. And a lot of them are growers, and they grow their stuff. And they were telling me that molecularly, if you lay it out, it's like a lock and key. The 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 <clears throat> CB or THC and the terpenes molecules literally fit together. And then that fits into your system <laughs> like a lock and key. And right. they said, once you find the the right mixture, that's when people have that aha moment, uh-huh. you know? And and that's what, you know, and one of the cool things that we talked about earlier was you know, the different strains some and, and different 
consistencies, right? So we have a wax, we have a butter, we have a crumble that's kind of a wax, but a little buttery. You know, we have the oaky applesauce, which is just, you know, it is what it, it looks what it like says. applesauce. Yeah. Um, you know, and then we have uh, our sugar diamonds, which, and then we have our diamond diamonds, you know, THCA, you know, diamonds. And, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people, I appeal, you know, candy, you know, yeah. whatever you do, you got, it's got to look good. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, having in that, I think it gives people just now getting into marijuana, regardless of dabs or not, it gives people more choices of like, hey, you know what? This ice cream cake sounds good, and Sugar Diamonds sounds kind of awesome, you know? Uh, well, I didn't like that way the Sugar Diamond made me feel, but I like that taste. Let's try the butter next time. And some people like those different consistencies, man. And then, which which is kind of neat, in the fact of you know flour. If you smoke it a whole, you you grind it up, it's still flour. Yeah, you know. And yes, it's all different strains and everything else, it, which is it is what it is. But looking at you know a butter, a crumble, a wax, a shatter, uh, you know diamonds, and like oh, which one do I? What's one of these buffets do I so want? Many options. Yeah, you know. And, <laughs> It's almost almost like craft beer because like in craft right, beer, yeah. it really is. You have, yeah. to, you have to mix it a certain way, and if it and like I've had craft beers from local breweries in Colorado where because like, my buddy's uh, brother owned one, and and it was like it some of the beer like initially it would give you a headache and mm-hmm. you get these really bad headaches from it, and uh, and we'd be like, hey man, like this this messes me up like and then they would be like oh yeah maybe maybe our levels are too high on this and they'd like change it a little bit and end up coming turning out to be a really good beer yeah well that's what kind of what happened here as you said to begin with uh our chemist uh got a degree university colorado boulder and after he was there he uh decided to start hey let's check it out yeah you know let's let me try to do this and so he's been in oklahoma for 10 years but he started out just trimming bud in Colorado, because we wanted to learn, you know, it's, it's his life. He loved it. And, uh, man, the first couple of batches we ran here were taste good, look like dookie, you know, and just, like, <laughs> not appealing at all. One degree difference of his his ingredient, his recipe in, in uh, Colorado versus the recipe here it, to change it out to what, we, you know, kind of what we're doing now. And uh, so what you're asking earlier, we do BHO, is butane, run like propane mixes a lot of stuff like that uh which kind of scares people off too but it, man it's so it's clean it's more about the temperature and the pressure right. you're creating than right is the chemical and yeah everything's i mean it's it's all sucked off and off gas you yeah, know yeah. And, it, and 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 if you do it right you still get a good flavor versus uh you know it you Obviously, rosin is rosin. People love rosin. Yeah, you know. And but you, if you can do it the right way, where you can still kind of get close to that rosin feel, but doing it the BHO man, you know, it's good. You know, and uh, and not just our product. I mean, and Oklahoma has some incredible extractors in the companies here, man, and which is also very, very, very good for the consumer, right? So we see something on the market that someone else is doing, like I don't know if we can do that, but Maybe we can make something comparable to it, right? Well, then everybody else does it too. Yeah. And then everybody else does it too. Well, then the then the consumer wins because it's making the competition. If, if healthy competition in, in business is great because everybody wins, right? Uh, business owners win, dispensaries win, and there's definitely the consumer, the patients win because the patients are like, okay, it doesn't matter who we go with. We know we're going to get some fire. Yeah. 
because everybody else, if you don't bring fire to the table, you ain't going to make it. You know, and, I'm, and like I said, I'm not tooting my art horn. I'm just saying, as a general consensus, everybody's going to win. The more, the more people push things here, uh, rec or medical, man, there's the sky's the limit in Oklahoma for what going forward, what could happen here. Because the flower and the natural, it's, the flower's good here. I've actually heard from multiple people from out of state that said Oklahoma, the the way they look, like shelf appeal, and the way they smoke is probably some of the higher yeah, quality in the country. A ton of people love it. Yeah. And, and it's, I don't know if it's like, sure, it's got to do with the humidity and stuff like that, so forcing people to go in-house stuff, and I don't know, but, man, it's the... The eye appeal of it too here is incredible. Yeah, and a, what the, my favorite thing about it is guys like us and guys like these growers, who and even buddy anybody in this market, just like random you know just regular ass dudes that enjoy what they're doing. Like oh, actually we're making a world class product out of this state, which is awesome. You know, seeing different people, you know, a lot of our buddies that do it in this in this business too. Like seeing them like, dude, yo yo y'all shit is awesome. You know, looking at different growers and like, dude. Y'all have got some of the best flour I've seen in the United States. Nice. You know, and th- and that's cool saying it to to people from Oklahoma, you know, like keeping it local. Like, dude, if this ever goes federally legal, people from other states are going to want your, y'all stuff. Marijuana tourism. Right. I mean, it's going to wow. be Wow. It's going to be cool. It's going to be nuts. <laughs> Come through and smoke our weed. That's that's a hell of a reason to visit another state. They actually I mean, do that in Colorado. I, they, I, do, uh, they do a di- dispensary um, tours where like people get on these little buses and these little like go check them out. little things and they go dispensary dispensary and because they have a driver they can get as high as they want the whole day. Yeah, that's awesome. So. Well, I, I went through. Ve- I went. We took the road trip out west to Las Vegas and and uh, all but two states on that trek are fully legal, fully recreational. Didn't even bother to smoke in New Mexico. I smoked some in in Las Vegas. You're only allowed to smoke. In certain areas, right, little tiny spot, and uh, I, I mean, it wasn't impressed, and I didn't smoke any on the way back. Once we got back to Oklahoma, I, see, I and sparked it up. But. That's what you know. That's what I kind of think some people may worry about of when it does go wreck. But with the starting material and the flowers, that's already set a base here. I don't think the baseline's it, pretty high. It, it, man, they're gonna. A lot of people have to go downhill quick because there's a lots of awesome material <laughs> and and lots of awesome companies in this state that, uh, you know, it, it's just it, everybody's gonna win eventually in the end. They just gotta figure it out how to do it the right way. I feel that's how by, it is. by them I mean Oklahoma yeah. state, yeah. not. Well, not, I feel like people. it's I feel like it's that way with just business, just starting a business, no matter what it is, because um, we're kind of in the middle of that right. too. It's like we we hear all these stories of how someone did it, and then you have the state uh, steps that you have to meet, but really, there's no in between. Like right. uh, you, you get that set up, and then you can you work your way to here. Like everybody did it a little bit different. Yeah, and you know, and the the funnest thing you know about being business owner now, you know, is is. Like, I haven't done it yet, but, like, you know, my wife and I are talking, like, yeah, I'm probably going to sign up for, like, Rotary Club in Tecumseh <laughs> or, the, you know, like, the Chamber of Commerce, you know. This is like, Ooh, look at me. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> I am on the board of the Chamber of Commerce in Tecumseh. <laughs> like, put that on my resume, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, go back home to my buddies, like, uh, did, y'all, did y'all see the uh, pink town meeting the other day? Because I was leading it, just letting you know. You know, just stuff like that. You know, we don't have any kids yet, so we always just, we, uh, you know, as you know, the neighborhood, there's tons of little kids and stuff here. So we always go 
like the weirdo neighbor uncles don't have kids, you know, go to bed early, <laughs> but they'll go hang out and watch their games and stuff, you know. And so, and so Kelly's like, I guess you, if you get bored, you can just, you know, run for office. I'm not running for office, but like, <laughs> like the, you know, if pink volunteer fire department, I don't know. Why not? You know, but they may need me. So. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, the whole, it, it's change of thinking, like we were talking about earlier. I mean, going from the, the, I go to an hourly wage job, I get my service orders for the day, and that's my day, and then repeat. And now, as when you get into the whole, oh, I'm responsible for this. Yeah. Eesh. Lot, and, it's, uh, you know, we, we hired our first five employees uh, beginning of August. And so, hello, throw the HR hat on a mop under me, too. Like, <laughs> there you go. You know, like I said, like, okay, I have an HR degree, so if you get into a level where you need a guy, <laughs> I got the degree. In it's, it, it's getting so. close, man. You know, like <laughs> having to do payroll for all, everybody now. You know, doing taxes for everybody now. Doing make sure everybody's got their direct deposit set up. You know, did they clock in and clock out and stuff like that? Oh, by the way, I got to go to Tulsa, Bartlesville, Sapopa, and Sand Springs today yeah. for deliveries. Can somebody else in now? Like yeah. I said, now that we have those first five employees. Like, oh, dude. This is awesome, you know, having everybody there. Uh, having them be able to go out and do deliveries now um, allows us, <clears throat> me, Matt, and Michael, to really expand our company more than anything because we're able to stay in the office and do things. That's what they call uh, in, in business. Uh, cause, I mean, you'd have a marketing degree in business school. Whenever you, you learn it, it's called passing the reins. It's like you have to be get to a point where you're you're willing to accept somebody else doing the work right and that you're not the smartest person in the room that all the time and that sometimes you have to have somebody that is in that field or that knowledge Absolutely. base to take over because because the, the problem is they can get you a lot of trouble if you don't do it right and if you don't know you know what you're doing and sometimes so like a lot and a lot of company owners they actually struggle with that because it transitioning from being small to like a big business right. and actually doing all the hiring and stuff is Pretty delegate. Different. Do what yep. you do best and delegate the right. rest, it's buddy. Exactly yep. what we do. It's like, I know how to talk to people. I know how to do this thing, and I can drive. When I'm staying out of that lab, <laughs> like, you know, I'm not going in back there and making this stuff. I, I, that, those, that equipment machine scared the shit out of me. I mean, it's, <laughs> when, when they came and set it up, I remember the, when the ETS came and set it up, uh, the guy was like, I was like, just break it to me on dumb dumb terms you know and he's like you got a ferrari pipe bomb sitting in there i was like all right cool <laughs> nice <laughs> he's like at any point it could we'll go off and it costs about the same as a ferrari he's like all right now i got you it's like when i worked on boilers what's a boiler it's a bomb yeah that's just right at that point of not quite blowing up right <laughs> yeah it's like oh and it's got wheels so it could chase me at some point this thing you know uh but you know, and like you say, passing the reins, man, has been huge. Yeah, just regard stupid helpful for us. Uh, and then you know, we found two of the they're like, hey, sticking out a little bit. Hey, they got their transport license. You know, we got them for them. They're our, they're driving for us now. So, like I said, I put over twenty six thousand miles on my car in less than five months. Mm -hmm. Having somebody else make a trip for me every now and then is not <laughs> gonna upset me. <laughs> right. you know? Well, man. Um, 
where do we go from here? Um, you got any new new products you're going to bring in Man, the fall uh, or anything like that? I know harvest, that's uh, kind of year-round nowadays with what we got going on, but I know there's probably some outdoor grows that are probably going to yeah, have a big batch coming and up. With you speaking of harvest, uh, last weekend we had a harvest fest up in uh, Camp Copperhead in Spavanaugh. Uh little uh, freaking awesome, man. Like Next year you guys will probably just go do a show there one day. Like It was they got two bars there. Uh, it's all a giant campground, uh, swimming pools. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, super, super cool setup. Uh, place called Trippy Hollow in the back of it. You know, it's just walking around. You know, cool. So a couple of guys in stripper poles out front. You know, they're, they're <laughs> RVs and stuff. It was pretty fun, man. It was just fun. Uh, but we we entered three contests. We entered the edible tincture contest. Uh, we entered the resin category, and we entered the diamond category. Uh, we swept the diamond category. We got first, second, and third. I believe it. On diamonds. Thank you. Oh, totally. Uh, we got first and second on the resin, and then we got first place on the edible tincture. So, uh, man. Good shit, man. Yeah, we were pretty fired up about that. Hell yeah. For sure. It was awesome. Um, so, you know, we've got... it's All of our stuff is a one-time limited drop because we work with all those different growers that... So we don't know. You know, that's what's, what's kind of cool about an RN, too, is... You know, one of these growers will be like, hey, we've got some fire that we're setting aside for you guys, but they may not bring it. They're like, no, here's y'all's other stuff. Two weeks from now, I'm still trying to get the rest, of, you know, more of this stuff. So, you know, we've we've always uh, trying to ever change and keep this stuff going, but, you know, uh, we got some uh, vape carts on the way that we're going to fill with the oaky applesauce, uh, you know, and make it in disposal. So instead of having to do a dab, you'll have that walk around oaky applesauce dab, you nice. know, so stuff like that. Um I know that, uh, you know, a lot of people want those because of what we talked about earlier, how much easier it is instead of walking around with a oh, for sure, yeah. uh, a <laughs> bottle of acetylene oxygen and cutting torch. But feel free to follow us on a uh, little, little plug-in for you, uh, Doc Ferguson OK uh, on Twitter, Facebook, and, uh, and Instagram. Uh and there is no doctor, so if somebody asks, <laughs> there's no doc. Uh, doc is Matt, one of the owner's dogs, and Fergus is the other owner's dog. Well, and so we're go. like, hey, man, Doc Ferguson, like, dude, it works. <laughs> you know? so we, we, we've had people at those contests like, hey, Doc, hey, Doc. We're like, fuck, I'm not Doc. And like, okay, hey. <laughs> so when we, we had these couple people, they're real friends with us now, but we mess with them like, introduced ourselves like my buddy Michael I was like I'm Doc and this is Ferguson <laughs> and the, they were like oh it's so like you're real like you're a doctor I'm like no no like my name my first name is Doc and they were like yeah on my birthday it says Doc Wolf <laughs> and they were like oh, really I was like yeah and they're like you know what it is I'm like his real name is Ferguson they are just like blow their mouth like I've st- I guess it works like yeah. Doc Ferguson they're like yeah you know but no it's just <laughs> man it's it's been a it's been a fun 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 ride you know and like I said, almost a year of being opened, opened, and just uh, look forward to growing. And uh, hopefully, you guys have me back on here. We can do a show out from the lab sometime or sure. something. That'd be cool. I would have. I, mean, I, I, I mean, I would have liked to have, have done maybe a little more, but uh, like I said, hell, I'm I'm working on trying to get some income as well. And it's yeah, just, it's, uh, it is what it is, you know. Yeah, dude. But uh, if you guys are out there and. Uh, if you're a dispensary owner and you want to maybe expand on your edibles or not edibles, uh, extracts, um, you can give us a holler on Instagram. You can reach out to doc Ferguson on Instagram. You're on Twitter and Facebook, yep. all the, all the socials. 
And um, make sure to say that the that local earshot sent you too. Hell yeah, so tell them the local earshot sent you, man. Let's see if we can get the word spread around here. But uh, outstanding. Well, I appreciate product, it, brother. And I will I will say that. And I mean, we we just kind of pick up what we see in the store. So. Um, Thank you so much for being yeah, on, and uh, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, we can uh, get some feedback from our listeners if there's any of the you know, inquisitive minds want yeah. to know the thing Heck about yeah, mar- medical marijuana and where we're at with it in this right. state. I mean, and and you know, we've got people too that help us out. So, any of your listeners, anybody got any like real questions about, you know, like my father-in-law went to it and like he went to the classes and stuff, you know, and we can point you in the direction and we know people who can help you get med cards and help you get the education about it too. So yeah, absolutely. Don't be left behind out. people. Man. Right. Get educated on this stuff. It's here to stay. Hopefully. So, uh, anyways, uh, I think that'll wrap us up, man. Thank you for being on. I appreciate it. Jonathan, Thanks, how can these people help us out? Uh, the local earshot podcast, we are value for value podcast. What that means is that you basically, uh, if you get value out of our show and, and you like it and you want to kind of give us a little bit of value back, then you just pick a number and you just kind of send it right back to us in the form of uh, either money or, or with your time. Uh, you can you can make artwork for us, all sorts of stuff. So, um, I mean, that's that's one way. Uh, but uh, basically, the first T is time. So uh, when you listen to an episode, uh, you're basically just giving up your time and, and letting us know that you actually like the show. And uh, there's a, a email that says notes at at the local you can drop me a note and kind of tell me how we're doing um and then as for talent if you're a music artist or if you work in the industries in oklahoma if you're involving like music or anything really i mean business wise uh, our, our podcast has kind of expanded where it you know we, we just kind of do shout outs to local businesses and local industry just all around um but uh but yeah so if you want to reach me it's john at the local earshot.com or you can reach brad on our instagram page it's local earshot um, and then as for Trevor, if you want to donate to the podcast, you can go to the local earshot.com and there's a tab that says donate. You click on that. They, we take PayPal, we take crypto, we take cash app, we take Venmo, we take it all. So, um, so yeah, you can do it that way. And if you are a business and you want to sponsor or you want to do shout outs, uh, then you can reach us at John at the local earshot.com or Brad on the Instagram page. And we can talk, um, actual cost and everything, uh, being able to do shout outs and, and do like business reads and stuff like that. So thank you for listening. All right, we love y'all. We'll see y'all. Bye-bye.